everybody, you know, they read book Yogananda, you know, know everything. But it's different from practice. Yogananda, he wrote that only one time his master apologized to him. Not really apologized, but something he did, you know, and he feel embarrassed. Oh, just one time. And the rest of the time that he's with him, any time he finds opportunity, he scold him, you know, he degrade him, he humiliate him, all, all kind of picking, all day, all life long. But nobody read that. <laughs> they read, but they don't understand what it means, you know? He said, every opportunity the Master has, you know, he, he, he how say, he shell him, you know, polish him and scold him and all kind of humiliation. Even iron, you know, so hard, it has to be melted into a liquid, you know, to make a table like this. Even a piece of wood, you have to shell, cut, chop, and then, uh, how to say, sewing and polish oh, and paint in order to, to be useful. Even just a piece, so stupid, like square piece of wood like that. How much work gone into there already? First have to plant, yeah? And then has to grow, and then see how many water and sun and air <laughs> nutrition go into that piece of stupid wood that we made there in front of, to make a door frame, like just a square one. Hmm? It's not even anything carved or beautifying or nothing at all. Just that, huh? And how much work already. And then in order to fit that door frame, you have to cut it into, you know, measure. Have to millimeter. Measure. You cannot say, oh no, it doesn't matter, just one centimeter. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, then you don't make it fit. It won't fit in the frame. You see what I mean? Just a stupid piece of door like that. Plastic and simple square wood. And you have to cut it and. You <laughs> Yeah, not to talk about you have to earn money to buy the <laughs> equipment and buy the wood. <laughs> have to must have time <laughs> even. If you're working all day, you don't have time to do it even. You have to find even extra time to make the door, just a simple door like that. Do you understand me? Yeah? So it's very difficult for a human brain, yeah? To, to grab something greater than that. To train the, the brain is very difficult, train the mind very difficult, you know? But if the, the mind doesn't get trained, the soul could get stuck. Hmm? If the car is no good, the driver is stuck there. You understand know I me? Mean? Driver intelligent or whatever, but the car no good. How are you going to drive it anywhere? Yeah? Even make your accident, yeah? So the more people think they know, the less they know. That's the thing. That's a paradoxical thing, but it's true like that. The more they think they know, the more knowledge outside, the less they know anything. I'm surprised you could write English so well. I thought you just speak, but you could write too. <laughs> I tried. A, a couple of mistakes, but yeah, I, I could never write Hungarian like that. <laughs> not even hundred more mistakes, I could not write nothing. That language is completely strange. Yeah, because today I watched something else, like I don't know what, Poland, Polish or whatever on TV, and I couldn't understand. Instead of president, like the way English right there, like Prague, the the didn't with the epsilon, you know, I create epsilon, um, and then the TZ something, but I made it, I know it is president. I watched the news, I could understand it. I didn't know what language it was, but it's completely not like English. It's not at all, not similar. But I understand everything, almost. But Hungarian, I give up. I try so hard. To identify even the sound, I cannot. The mud came from uh, Mongolia or something, you know, before. Uh, Chinese. Mongolia. Huh? I think. Original. But you are not a Hungarian original, really. You are not. I think your parents, your descendant from German or something. 
You're European? Yes. The real Hungarian, they would be dark skin, uh, dark, dark hair, and shorter. Yeah? But you, you too are not Hungarian. And I mean, you weren't there, but you're not. You're more like German. Mm. Yeah, or Switzerland or something. German, you're more like German people. Yeah, German. But you, you didn't eat much when you were young, so so skinny. <laughs> Otherwise, the German people are big and strong. <laughs> it's in so few swine, right? <laughs> I don't know, I like German people, though. Whatever German I made then, I, so I had no, no bad impression at all. I had really good impression with German people. They are good and bad everywhere, of course, eh? but the majority, people I made who are real German, they are real nice. Such a genuine and honest, you know? They would not cheat you. That's the thing. Definitely not. Yeah. You could just trust them. Strange or anything, feel very uh, easy. Eh? So I tell you a secret. When I was Rama, of India. I went to Germany. Yeah, I taught some people that. Maybe that's why we had good affinity. <laughs> you know the story of Rama, right? Uh, not really. No. You don't remember? Oh, no, you were not there. <laughs> when I was in, in, in Hong Kong, we watched together a film of the life of Rama. Rama is one of the famous Indian teacher, spiritual teacher of all time, long time ago. <laughs> he has a wife who has been kidnapped by uh, the other tribe, no? Uh, he likes her. Or the story like this, huh? Mm. He was, he's a prince, yeah? And he was beloved by, of course, by all the concubines of the, the king even. even. Mm. But there is his, another wife of the king, not his mother, no? Stepmother, has also a son. And then, uh, People tell her bad thing, you know, say, oh, you have to make your son a king, otherwise when Rama becomes king, you are nothing. You are nobody, yeah? You might be uh, exiled somewhere or become commoner and your son may be killed, be nothing. Or, yeah, you've been nobody. Right now the king loves you because you're still young, and, but your son, if, if he's not a king, then you'll be nobody. So she doesn't want it. She did not want to because she loved him too. She loved that king, you know, the Rama. The Rama was born before her son, and she loved him just like her son. Mm-hmm. And they even say, you love him more than your son, and this is no good. <laughs> so every day, talk, talk, evil talk, you know, and then she, she's done it, you know. She, you know, like, cause some trouble, make something, and then the king uh, fired the, the first son, you know, uh, and exiled him somewhere else, mm-hmm. yeah. And make the other one become uh, the crown prince later prince later become king, you know. But because they also love each other, the brother, you know, and the Indian people, you know, they're so moral, morally high. So he, the brother, the youngest stepbrother who became king later, but doesn't rule the kingdom. He, he, okay, because his brother has gone away, he don't know what, I cannot do anything. So he put his shoes on the thorn, the, the big brother's shoe on the thorn, the one who's supposed to be king but exiled, you know. They put on the thorn and he just stand nearby every day and doing business like he's doing it for him only. <laughs> yes, it's a very nice story. Uh, if I have the film again, i let you watch it. And then this brother is even more strikingly. He, ne- he never, he never know his sister. He never know the face because he's so respectful. He doesn't want to have any uh, lustful thought about 
his brother's wife, so he never even look at her face. He only look at the, the, the toe. So whenever he see her, he recognize only the toe, and, and that's how he recognized her later on when she get lost. And then he came rescue, so he, he looked at the toe, the, the feet, and he recognized her. That's my sister. Never once look at her face. Yeah, or any other part except the toe. That's respectful. You know, that's moral. Yeah, that is one part of the story. I don't want to spoil it and tell you everything. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. I tell you a little bit. <laughs> you want? Make appetite for us. <laughs> okay, okay. And then uh, this wife is very so beautiful, yeah. And one of the other person somewhere, you know, envy her and then took her, kidnap her and want to make her a wife. And you know what she does? She don't even give in, so she don't even want anything to do with him. Because she loves her husband, Rama only. Not only her husband, but also spiritual master. How would you ever give it up? If it's a husband, maybe, but not master as well, you know? So in India, the, the relationship are like that, you know? Even if the, uh, the master married to somebody, you know? And, uh, but if the person knows, because sometimes it's the destiny, a master has to marry, you understand? It's not like everybody has to become a monk to be a master. That's not the problem of the universe. <laughs> they don't care about that. You see what I mean? They don't care about that. Even if you're married to a master, you know, you don't look upon him as an equal or as a, your husband. You will sit at his feet and revere him, you know. Apart from being a wife, you are a disciple as well, and they really respect the master. I saw many in India like that. And one, one master, you know, in India, he was married before, you know, and then his father died, and then he took up the name him as a successor, the son, and he already married. And now his wife, I saw it, you know, to sit at his feet like everybody else. And when, even inside the house, when she talked to him, he sit at his feet. She sit at his feet and ask like a disciple. You understand? She doesn't throw temper and tantrum and say, I'm your wife and you have to do this. No, 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 not at all. Not in India like that. They are so well educated in spiritual matter. Uh, the Rama's wife was kidnapped by somebody. Yeah, and for fourteen years. Fourteen years long. Yes, and all she does was she sit under the tree all day, all night. She don't let him go. She don't go into his palace or his bed. Now she just sit there right in front of everybody. Yeah, so it's nothing much he can do. You know, he cannot force her. I don't know how he wouldn't force her. But he said, okay, if you say you she, something like, if you love me and you want to do anything with me, then do it right here, right in front of everybody. <laughs> Show it. So he, he's so embarrassed. He's also a king of another nation, yeah? I feel a little embarrassed. So he don't do anything. She sit there all day long, all day, all night, you know? She don't do anything else. So just the same, you know? She's also a spiritual person, you see? So because of that also he respects her, you understand? And so nothing happened. So when he came back home, my husband jealous, you know, and thinking, how it happened? How good is it possible that 14 years that he no, don't touch you? <laughs> so she said, yes, never. So I say, have to prove it, you know. Maybe not just for him, but for everybody to respect her again, you know, in her, here in her country. So they make a fire and make her enter it. And if it doesn't burn, then she's pure. And it doesn't burn her. A uh, legend, you know, in the stories like that. And what surprised me was that at that time it seemed like they already have UFO or something. Because in the story it described that that guy came to kidnap her in the flying chariot. Mm. At that time, many thousand years ago, how we have any airplane? 
You understand? Yes. Unless we, you see, at that time we were already civilized. As I have told you, we had been civilized before, and then we destroy. You know, the the human destroy their own civilization, and then we we'll begin again for nothing. Yeah. Unless it was the story of that time. You see what I mean? Or there's a UFO, you know, like an alien kidnapper. <laughs> yeah. Because flying chariot, you know, mm-hmm. in the sky, come and fly, fly there and kidnap her and brought up to the sky flying. <laughs> yeah, in Vietnam we also have that story about flying chariot. But people now they read it, they thought it's just a fairy tale, you know, so they didn't bother. But I, I don't think so. It might be true, you know. It could have been an alien or there was a, a, another civilization, you know. Oh, we have been civilized at that time. So later he defeated that guy, you know, and took his wife back. And then she has to go through fire, the burning fire, to prove her innocence. And she she's proof. So they're back together happily ever after again. The Rama, he played only that film. Because after that people re- revere him like a real master, real Rama, so he don't dare play any other thing. <laughs> yeah. He played so well just once, and so he didn't want to re- ruin. You know, suppose uh, he's like that and then playing some uh, wary or shooting people, then what would people think? You know, Rama go shoot people. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. That's the only film he plays. He don't, he don't want to play any other film at all. Probably go into a forest and meditate or something. <laughs> Become a real Rama, <laughs> real yogi. That film is really very good film. I wish they just uh, distribute it all over the world, you know, Americans to see it. <laughs> To go to up <laughs> and then feel very bad, but no chance to make it up again because it's not easy to become a human again. Do you understand that? Do you see how many undeveloped souls in the whole universe? And human, you know, they're getting less and less every day. They they take anti-baby pills. <laughs> they don't allow the soul to come down here to work out the karma and to go up anymore. Very difficult to become a human. Yeah, it's not easy to be a human. Understand? Yes. So many souls are hanging around waiting to be a human. Cannot. Not only uh, limited like this, but the affinity has to write. You see, like if you want to come down here, your future parents have to have affinity with you, good or bad. The person have affinity with you can be your parents, but they already developed. They already gone. You have no chance to come down. Do you understand me? It's not like you want to come down. You come down. So if when you are human life. I have an opportunity to be a human, and you don't work out your karma, you don't finish it, and you don't develop quick to become a higher level uh, God, ne? then it's it's very difficult chance to come back again. A long time. You have to sit. Nothing bad happened to you. You don't go to hell, nobody punishes you, nothing. But you sit there and wait, and just like sitting in kindergarten, you know, and nothing happened to you. You understand me? Yes. Nothing good. And you'll be very sorry. So even in this physical life, if we suffer a little bit, you know, uh, physically, or if we have to do some hard labor or suffering, misery or anything like that, still have to be patient and work it out because the chances are very rare. Some people don't come back to be a human for many thousand years because there's not, no chance for them to do it. To be in this life, you have to either meet friends or enemies or somebody before that had affinity with you in the former life, if they are on the physical plane, yeah? Do you understand? Then you have to have their permission to be your parents or not, if they want to or not, because there are many other affinities that they have. 
they take the priority. Do you understand me? Yeah, and, and, and a parent can only have many sons and many daughters. <laughs> and nowadays they take anti-baby pills and you have to wait longer. Hmm? The list is long. No? Wait until that parent come back again and have another five sons or five daughters again. Then you might be. Maybe it's your turn or not. Oh dear, people are so stupid. I keep telling them, but they, some people are just so stupid. So when you work for somebody or do something, don't ever think that it's for that person or for anybody, okay? Not even for the dog, for the pet, anything. Just all for you, okay? Please don't be stupid, okay? I, I don't care if you go or you do or what you want. It's just, I just remind you one time and no more. I don't say that to other people. Huh? It's different when you go out to work, earn money, than to work for your karma. Do you understand me? Because when you work and earn money, your karma is different, very less. You pay less. Uh, I mean, your karma is uh, erased, but less. You understand? Very slow. It's a different story, you know, it's a different motive. Do you understand me? Yeah. That's why, oh dear. In India, they say, even the master throw you out hundred times. You never leave his gate. Nowadays, uh, master don't have to throw. <laughs> they throw themselves out. <laughs> so convenient, you know? In the old time, if you come to see a master, you come a long way, ne? So even if you want to go home, oh my God, <laughs> it's too long, so uh, be patient, maybe tomorrow I feel better, I don't say it, you know? But yeah, can you imagine if you want to see Jesus before, how many days you have to walk? Or even on the horses, car, oh, it's very tiring. You know, I, I went in horse uh, before, horse car before, it, it banged. It bum 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 bum, you know. It's very painful. <laughs> you sit too long, painful, and dusty, and the the horse pull in front of you. Yeah, even if the king before that has to go that kind of horse, what do you think? Yeah, and if you come all over your your car, then you can't see nothing, and it's very suffocating inside. So even the the king in our old time, not as good as now, commoner. He has car, and you know he worked in the factory, but he has car and very comfortable. He go anywhere quick. The king before a travel, oh, take months, days or weeks or months or years on the horse, you know, horse cart or horseback. It's very painful. So before, if you want to see Buddha or Jesus, you have to go that way, you know, very far away, yeah? To see the, the, the living master, né? see disciple or yeah, initiation from far away is different. But to see, to, to be with the master, you have to take many, maybe many months. Like Xuan Zhuang, after Buddha died, he wanted to go to find the real teaching in India because at that time it's not normal translation to Chinese, you know, and it doesn't go that far. So he had to go to pilgrim to India, and it took him 17 years just to go to get the writing scripture from the disciple of the Buddha left in India and to translate it. And that's how the Chinese have all the translation of the Buddhism. Before we didn't have 17 years. Go through a lot of trial and tribulation and temptation and risky life, everything. <laughs> and he was even the brother of the king of that time, brother uh, like Swan In brother, you know, Swan brother. Yeah, not blood brother, but the king even give him everything comfortable for him to go. But how comfortable can the king give? He have no Rolls Royce for him, not even a Volkswagen. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, it's just a horse. <laughs> so in the old time, if you want to see Master, it's like that. Yeah? And then you will not go home because too far. 
Yeah? So you might as well settle down there. But nowadays so easy. Oh, okay. Over there, here something. All the centers, some more activity. Oh, better. We go there. More young people, more active. Let's go there, do something better than here. For example, like that. And then you run. You see what I mean? And then you go there, and then when all the activity, no more, and then you hear other places, and then you run, 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 you know? Just uh, pleasing the mind only, nothing developing. Because you have a car, you have train, you have taxi, you have airplane, so it's also not easy for people to settle down. Huh? The Taiwanese is easier, I guess. It's just a small island. Wherever you run, you go to the same place. Huh? <laughs> Maybe that's why all the residents are so faithful. No? Whether you go, is the same. You know? Go through traffic. Traffic Taipei might as well stay here. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, the mind is very difficult to control, eh? Yeah. But it's good also, you know. It's good that some uh, bad people are screened out. You know, those are uh, spoiler, you know, lazy and uh, low level. I'm glad I didn't have to tell anybody to go anymore because they would go himself. This is good. Before I used to do it, you know, tell them to go. Now I just wait. <laughs> Why take karma? You know, wait, and then they'll go out anyway. <laughs> so I'm waiting and waiting, you know. <laughs> it's good. It's good like that. I feel more relieved that way, you know. Um, what is it, this physical body anyway, you know? Even if you die and you attain better level for your soul, you would do it, right? People are so stupid. Short-sighted. You think of uh, something in the front and not think too far. But this is good also. Maybe it's good enough. We don't want anybody to come anymore. If anybody else uh, happened to come here by chance, we just fight a lot, you know, <laughs> scolding each other and make the dog fight each other or bite them or whatever, and then they, <laughs> they go. <laughs> yeah. There was before, um, I think you know the story already. There was two, uh, two good masters, two saints, they stayed together in the forest, you know? And they want to be alone. They don't want to be disturbed or anything because they don't like the world that much. The people at that time, you know, they're not very receptive to teaching, so they just go in the forest, stay together, and keep quiet, you know. But somehow somebody would discover them. As I told you already, 14 minutes drive. I live in the cave, 14 minutes drive before you see the first house ever, and still somebody come up there, yeah, and call the police. Why does she live there? Blah, blah, blah. And then disturb me, you know what I mean? Okay, so these two guys also discovered. And my cave, you couldn't even find it if you don't know. There's no road to go in there. There's no connected road. You go past the river and, and there's no more trace. No road, no path, nothing. You have to go between the bushes to get there. Even the, the owner, before he couldn't find it, he forgot. He knows it is there, but he don't know where. And it took him three, four days to come the whole region to find it, by chance. <laughs> And then we have to go in, and I don't cut any any trees so that nobody can see it. Yeah, still somebody find it. They find around only. They didn't go in there, but later on, you know, slowly they get. And then, but I I left before anyway. You know, I know I know about it, and then I just left before they even came. And they came after. What do they find? Just some clothes and tent and <laughs> an oil heater and vegetarian food. That's it. Yeah, they are the two. Yogi, they live together in the forest, and somebody know about it, and tell the king of the country, and the king of the country. So he think, oh, because they say, oh, it must be very good saying they stay there together, and you know, they hardly eat anything, and they have bright light all over their body. So the king want to get some blessing, you know, 
Well, in India, or anywhere people hear some saying they want to come and touch them so they heal their body, and, you know, heal their boys or heal their wound, whatever, or heart attack or whatever, you know, so go there. And uh, with all the horses and the elephants, and, oh, the big show of going there. And they think the two saints would come down and bow in front of the king. He think, you know, that the two yogi would run and bow in front of their feet. Oh, you're my yes, just did this and that. But they didn't do anything. They were just sitting there together under the tree. Hardly wear anything. Don't wear anything. And the attendant of the king ran up to them and said, Hey, you get up, get up quick. Go back to the king. Ah, put this on your body. You're so indecent. You cannot be naked in front of the king. They said, Then the king don't have to come here. <laughs> and that's okay. And they still, they still okay. They, they forced them to put something on. And they don't put anything on. They, they deliberately put it upside down, you know, like the trousers they wear on their head and the shirt they wear underneath and their feet, something like that. And the king was looking and uh, don't know what to do, and then they start shouting at each other. The, the two yogis start screaming at each other and then, like, beating up each other and talk nonsense or that. And then the king just shook his head afterwards and said, These two are not that crazy people. Let's go home. <laughs> so this is a nice, yeah? A good trick, no? Yes. Remember, eh? If you want to get rid of somebody, don't act very good and kind. <laughs> because they will stick forever. Yeah, you have to act crazy or stupid or bad, 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 like my dog, yeah. Like Woody, yes, yes. You are Woody, but you act bad when people, yet you don't like them, and then you get rid of them for me. Thanks a lot. Two bones, he got rid of it right now. <laughs> Two bones. What's wrong with your nose? Happy. Something wrong? You scratch your nose? Oh God! Something scratch your nose? Oh my God! Maybe long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Huh? Or is it new? No, it's not. It's not scratched right now, but it has some. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe last time, long ago. Maybe the the gate that time, right? Okay. Long ago, right? Yeah. Not new, huh? No. How come I didn't notice that? Huh? Oh, is somebody scratched? It's, it's not fresh. Old. Old, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old. Linda has a little bite. Also? At the side. Yeah, I saw that. That yeah. was long ago. It come back again. No, no. It just uh, this morning, uh, Happy and Linda. Happy bite? Yeah, they screamed at the door or something. Uh, huh? And ha- Happy just... Um, yeah? Yeah. Oh, like, how come the same place like last time? <laughs> a little bit lower. It's oh. always the same, almost the oh, same place. Oh, And she said, no, she said, it's open again. No, I was thinking. You didn't know, right? Yeah. How can happy by Linda never? They play together all the time. It's funny. Yeah. Also, always play nicely. Just maybe it's happened like too much excitement mm-hmm. and the door and it's too small and they squeeze Which door? over there and here. This door uh-huh. mostly. And up there and she, they come out from the room. Okay. Is it possible to let one group at a time? Oh, that door even is still small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they sing, the thing is, they don't wait, they just squeeze all together. God. Now don't tell me I have to be one, one room for each dog now. We could do that, we buy the... Hotel. Dog house. Dog hotel. <laughs> no, we buy the dog house and just put it different in the room. Big room, but dog house. No, one, two, three, four. She never buy anybody, how come? Probably just snap like, like that guy, huh? Too near, huh? Didn't mean to buy, I don't think. But this is no good, is it? Oh, I don't know. 
Maybe Linda, you have to take it, go downstairs or something. I don't want to because she used to together, you know. Because she's very, very excited, you know. And she probably pushing, pushing, and that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, happy never by anybody. They're together, five of them, never any problem. And you know how Hamid sometimes very exciting too. But Hamid, he just jumped to the front, you know. And Linda, he, she run around, 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 anywhere. No, she don't even stay in the front only. That's the problem. I was afraid of that. But last time Linda was in with the big, uh, small dog, you know, the black dog. So I thought that by her, that's why I put her in together with Happy because they play together. And still something happened. Now oh, what to do? Hamid, Linda have to go to the sea there, huh? Go on the boat. <laughs> yeah, boats isolate from everything. Cannot swim so far. A big boat out there? We send you to. Just recently, so much happened. Before, nothing happened. They even stayed together in the same room, right? In uh, Hungary, right? Before the five dogs come in, they stayed together. Huh? Yes. Nothing happened, right? Must be that uh, the people walking around here sometime, you know, affect the environment. Because you know how fast she is, right? And she just stands with four legs and just the body moves. Like that. My God. The leg don't move. Do you understand? <laughs> it looks like the the middle run away from her from her front and the, her back. The middle the middle body just run to to the other dog and run back. <laughs> but they are very near each other so he didn't have to run too far. But you can see like the middle of the body move away and then move back, move away, move back. Because it's fat and it flows around, you know? Her body fat, you know, so it, it go like the whole jungle. Swing over and swing back. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe this girl. She does so many things. I think you can't even capture it, you know. You can't even begin to describe it. Before when we had only five dogs, you know? Sometimes uh, I have all the five, sometimes just one dog at a time, so they can enjoy undivided attention, you know, like a couple of days uh, happy and a couple of days uh, hammock. So when it's her turn, you know, she way up there and I, I finish my job and I come up and she, she stand in front of her four leg and then she jump around. <laughs> and she look at me. Oh my God. She should, you know, the, the butt come up. The butt come up to the front. Did you want like it? Go. Oh my God! The expression you have to see. It. I can't even describe it. Oh, she's so funny. And she do that like for half a minute. You know, happy, but she show a different dance. Not like jump on you, you know, or barking like usual. But it's a very different, deliberate dance. Oh, beautiful. She was so beautiful. She do just special for me. I never saw that she does that to any other dog or anybody else. Only that special occasion when I'm alone with her. Doctor, they know so much, they just don't show it, no? She just show her appreciation, you know, that I came up. <laughs> She's in my room alone and I was walking down there with other guy and when she comes, she was so happy. But happy, calm, you know? Do the dance for me, yeah. She just uh, lean her body down a little bit in the front and the, the butt up and then jump around and from the left and then back to the right and from the left and from the right. Just keep doing that for half a minute long or one minute, I don't remember. You know. Repeating, repeating. And I was so surprised, I just standing there and watched, you know, oh, this is so beautiful. And she looked at you, you know, like, <laughs> wow, like you are the only person on the planet. Yes, so beautiful.
Hermit, don't lick all that. Look at your pinky cheek, pinky toe. Look at his toe, so pink. Hermit, enough. And he keep licking it, make it more pink. When he first came, you know, his mouth was like all so pink and tender, and his feet all pink and tender. I wonder if he could even walk on the grass. It's so soft, you know, it looked like baby. Yeah, white paw and tender pink feet. Yeah. I tried to give the chance so that he can erase the last, you know, burden. You know, whatever I give you, you have to keep it. You understand? Like if I give you to the fourth level, you have to keep it by being humble, diligent more, and then you go up more. But if you don't, then you go down again. You understand? And your, your karma before coming after you. If you're lower, they get you. If you're higher, they can. When I was in Hungary, he was very helpful, you know, and very happy, of course, because, oh, Master come first time and everybody comes, so he's happy, very willing to do things. And he was very good then, so his level go up. And then here it's different, he go down again. When I'm not there, he go down. He go down before he came here. But of course I cannot throw him out, eh? So the scolding and all that, just cleaning. Huh? So don't you ever try to side with him again because you'll be in trouble. Yeah? You don't even know it. <laughs> I'm warning you, okay? Don't interfere with my work. But you don't know who's who, huh? I can't even take a devil and bring it up to the fifth level. That's for me easy. But for that devil to keep the fifth level is not. You understand me? I can give you anything you want. It's just that you can't keep it. You see so many like millionaire uh, children, after the father died, he squandered. A lot of all this money and then become beggar even. Worse than all of them before, have debt and go to jail. Or this is the same thing with heaven work, yeah? Just don't keep asking me, why couldn't we go higher, higher? I could, but you don't keep. Because your personality don't fit your brain, your karma. You just keep going back to the level before. Habit. The habit of the karma pulling. And if you slip, and then you go down. Huh? Uh, very difficult huh? to keep a sainthood, take many years of training, unless you came from there. Yeah? And even then, you go down, you have different DNA, and you entangle with many other karma, and they're also pulling you. It's not that easy. It's not that I don't want to give you anything. I do give everybody, just they can't give it. Some give it only one night, <laughs> like a one-night king, you know? Now you understand what I'm saying with the staircase, huh? Of course right now it's still okay, but it doesn't feel right. And then if you keep walking long enough, it might loosen up the screw and it come down. Because the screw has to be like this, because it's the head of the screw. You have to keep it thing. But if you're like this, then it can come down with the time, you know? And they did together the, the terrace, same stuff, okay? He put two pieces of wood like this, and then the, the, that thing, the, the piece of wood, just one, one, one. And then he, when we walk on it, it, it bends down because it relies only on two screws on both sides. He said, oh no, I said they cannot. He said, oh no, the wood is very strong. The wood is strong, but the screw is just a small screw. You understand me? He put it like this and screw, screw. And then we walk on, the, the, on there. You know, one by one, like the swimming pool area, yeah. But the swimming pool has earth underneath. This one is in the air. And when we walk, keep walking, it bend down like this, and it, it, it bit my toe one time. 
because my toe got caught in between and the dog also. So I have to tell somebody to crawl underneath of the small area like this to put some support in between. And then screw, screw, screw. It's more difficult than in the beginning you, you have done that because it's on top of the roof, you know, and the, the space is very small. <laughs> a small guy crawl underneath and put a, an extra support in between of the... Yeah? Uh, you, you will see what I mean later on. If you want to learn, I'll show you later, okay? I'm too lazy to talk with him again. Because he will tell me, ah, yeah, yeah, because, because, because. So, I'll show you later, okay? Mmm, avocado. You have to put olive oil on it, right? Yeah, there's a bit of lemon already. Mmm. But you need to have olive oil. This or olive oil? I put this. Also have olive oil inside. There's already some lemon in this. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. Because I just soaked. Yeah, it's good, it's good. Lemon is good. Very good. No, they're all good. Lemon and avocado are one of the best, you know, the best medicine. Lemon, avocado. Oh no, lemon and vinegar. Or, or, I mean, lemon, olive oil, or vinegar, olive oil. They're the best. Yeah, cure all kind of, of sickness. That's why the Italian, they, they are centenarian, you know, they live long. Uh, one of the, the longest. Living in, a, in in the world, huh? Japan and Italian, they eat healthy. Japan they eat seaweed and fish and all that. We don't eat fish, of course, but they eat healthier than the Westerner. Fish are, are better than meat, no? Yeah, easier digest. And, yeah, and less killing. Also, they have good vegetables and fruits because of the climate. You mean who? In Italy. Yeah, Italy. Yeah. They have good climate, so you always yeah. have good fruit and veg. Yeah. And they eat olive oil every day. Yeah. And lemon or vinegar, you know? This is very good for your health. It's not only nutrition, it cleans up system. The olive and lemon, for yeah. example, if you have constipation, you mm -hmm. just drink a spoon of lemon, uh, lemon and olive oil together, that's it. And it's immediately. Yeah. No need to take the laxative, you know, it's very harmful to you. Yeah. Oh, the Italian is good. They are good. <laughs> I have had very good experience with Italian people. I like them. I told you, in Rome, everybody stopped for me to cross the street, mm -hmm. on a busy street. Actually, in Italy, there's a lot more gentlemen. Yeah, they, very. They say the English of the gentlemen. No, but no. Sorry. In no. London, no, 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 no. I found one gentleman in five years. In oh, no. Ah, they are so cold. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> are you real English or are you Irish? Yeah, my mother was German. Oh, that's why. Okay, don't be offended then. <laughs> The English people, they're just so cold. Gentlemen are my foot. The Italians are more warm and hospital. But the English are good for me, you know. The, the embassy and all that before, they used to have very easy and not bureaucratic too much. And now, because of Blair, they change even worse. But English are not that gentlemen, I'm telling you. I saw dogmatic kind of, huh? If you drive the aircon, the, there's a window of the air come flowing out, huh? Right. You turn it all up, so all the air come up, and not straight into your eyes yeah. and your nose, or in your chest. Car? Yeah, in the car. Yeah. No matter what position you make, normally, and you don't turn it into the one that direct in. But maybe once a while, you know, once you you need it cool up quick, and then you have to turn it to moderate. Mm -hmm. And always the window up, yeah. Not the whole time the window right next to you and the air blow into your nose and because sometimes there's dust in the aircon and from the, the street yeah. and it blows your nose and all kind of things no good for you. 
And also, if you blow in your eyes, then you get very tired. Yeah? So it's better the air go up. Yeah? And uh, it, it blow in the air and it cool the whole air, but not direct to your body. And never make it too cold for the whole journey, because once you step out of the cold, you go into the hot, you're doomed. I told him all this, he knew it all already. And some people just like to act defiantly, so they feel strong, you know. <laughs> this is a kind of complexity, actually. It's not strong. If you're very confident within yourself, you learn anything. You take it or you leave it, you don't care. But if you have complexity, then you always try to be defensive. Huh? At your own cost, huh? <laughs> it's okay when you're a teenager and all that, people forgive you, but when you're over 30 already, it's ridiculous. Huh? I look silly. Master, what do you recommend for us, the newer one, how to oh, just progress at Never mind, just be humble, man. <laughs> just be humble. Open and learn. There's not much to do here. God, there's nothing really. No, I mean to learn, to progress more. Nothing to do. Just get your ego out and everything else, okay? Just the ego that might go. It's the ego that wants to, to be better than anybody else. No. Argumentative, yeah? You guys are okay for now, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Not everybody's the same, you know? You okay, there's not much to do here. I don't, uh, I mean, I feel better if I know that you know, we are not obstacles. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't compare, okay? Everybody's different, all right? Just maybe an example for you so that you understand. I'll show you later, after, okay? And then you understand what I mean, okay? It's not concerning you. Because it's open again, so all the hot air, yeah. I tape it, but it's open again because it's not the same like its own thing, you know? And so the hot air coming, you know, feeling, uh, you, you feel cool over there, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's better. But it would be cooler if the hot air come out instead of come in. The pipe broken, so the hot air don't come out and it go back inside the house. That's why I had to open the doors. You know, I give up to my disciple. I really give up. Whatever I ask him to do, he backfired. It's always every day the same stupid things. Twenty years already, I endure all this. It's just like the level. I give them comfort, but they break it, you know? I give them fifth level, but they can't keep same. Very sad thing with human. And the human mind is very difficult to teach anything. And I have been grooming him all along with the aircon many times. But it just, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you listen to a master, it's easy for you to avoid karma. Yeah? If you don't, then you're exposed to them. You're either here or there, you see? Huh? If you're not with me, then you're with the other side. Huh? You understand? You know, with the positive, then you're with the negative. Mm -hmm. And they get you. It's very simple. We're always at war, you know? Positive and negative, nah? like enemies. Yeah? And if you're not uh, within the perimeter of, uh, of a protection of a master, then you are with the other side. You're outside. You understand? Mm -hmm. Outside of the bunker, outside of the, your territory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then they get you. Sickness and all that is karma, eh? Yeah. Clean up, no? I can take so much only, but I cannot take all for, for the disciples, understand? Ninety percent only, but not hundred percent. <laughs>
It's the law like that. Ninety percent is still. <laughs> 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 so it's probably that ten percent that's the hardest for us. <laughs> yeah. I'm keep digging the avocado. Not too many, is it? <laughs> <laughs> All gone. I ate all the avocado. Think they're gone. What? Avocado tree looks like. Nah. Never seen one before. It's really nice. <laughs> Have you seen this? It's like a pot of tree. It's really looks good. They're good. Good even live under. Very cool. Cool shade, huh? Like a house inside. Lucky. Stay away from chair, baby. Hmm? My old man. My little boy. You're old man. Beautiful boy. You're young old man. Okay, Linda, you too, you too. You too. Good old Atoto. Don't shake it here. Actually, Linda is very good. I'm surprised. I sit and meditate with her for a while, and I said, I said, okay, now you go sleep here. It's safer for you. Mm-hmm. See you tomorrow, and then she just goes sleep. She go on, to, on top of the uh, the sofa, sleep now. She don't go underneath. She like that small sofa. I tell her, go to the big sofa. But she only go there when I'm there. And when I'm gone, she go back to the small sofa. She like the corner. That's why you see, I, I wanted to try to bring the big sofa to that corner for her yesterday. But I'm alone, it was so noisy, it goes. So maybe we try it later. I don't know if she liked the small sofa or because it's near the place there. But the big sofa is more comfortable, you know, because she can stretch, no? We will see. Damn it. What then? Hmm? Later, huh? Later. I love you. Yeah, I love you. Too much love. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Benny, I'm very clean today. Very good. Is anybody here is good at cleaning? Housewifing? Me? Yeah, you are? I clean. When I was a manager of gym, I cleaned the gym. I was working from early. Oh, really? I've cleaned, I've cleaned, cleaned, cleaned. Oh, really? Anything Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. And maybe you clean the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some men are better than women, I found. Actually, he's always clean. I'm always clean. Yeah, oh, good. He's in the helmet's place. He's always clean. He's always in the kitchen making cakes or cleaning. He's actually a housewife. Mm-hmm. I think I must have been that last time. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm in other toilets, I clean toilets. Maybe, yeah. He's not very good. Who knows? Now we can test. Mm-hmm. Have a contest. Who's the cleanest person? I'll, I'll go last. <laughs> I'm very slow. I'll go after everyone's clean. <laughs> Okay. We can all learn a little bit here and there, you know, yeah. so that we become like all around yeah. developed, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. Because some people don't even know what they have until they do it, you know. And then they find, oh, I didn't know I can be good at this and that. And then they cast out the notion that they're not good at this, they're not good at that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then they become more confident, like, you know, can do anything. Yeah. Because if we have a little knot somewhere, <laughs> a knot, then we still feel a little bit no good, eh? You know, when uh, when some of the in the old time when um, somebody wants to learn with a master or anything, maybe even martial art or spiritual, they just let them do cleaning, gardening. <laughs> you know, this is how you retrain your mind into different direction. Otherwise, get get used to going this way. You know, now we go this way. Yeah, it's like that movie, the Karate Kid. Mm. And he's cleaning. 
waxing. Yeah, it's nothing to do with it. And I think, painting. yeah, I think what kind of master who just like yeah. abused me, you know, to, to, do, yeah. to do the job for him, clean his car. Instead, I want to come to to be a hero, you know. He done nothing, just <laughs> watching the car, cleaning the windshield, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or do whatever, you know, chop wood, yeah. or kill Bill. Is he kill Bill? No, I heard he was quite violent. So it is, yeah. yeah, but there's something you can learn, huh? <laughs> We lose 50 points watching <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So it's just like um, sometimes I have to read newspaper, you know, the whole garbage, you know, yeah. dig out one piece of diamond for just, you know, for something for, for somebody else I can use. Yeah. Diamond is like that. <laughs> Very difficult. Sometimes I have watched some extremely bad film, I hated it. So I know what they're doing so that I can tell you this is not good, this is good, you know. In Kill Bill is a very violent beginning, huh? And then uh took like Japanese style, you know, <laughs> before, you know. And then later on it just some good point, you know, like okay, she learned with this uh, so called master, he's very difficult, huh? Oh my gosh, she make make her practice and everything. Her hands already bleeding, couldn't move it, but he make her eat it with chopsticks. And not not with finger, you know. <laughs> because she also don't know how to use yeah. chopsticks, they say you you eat like a man, not like a dog, because he use, and then, and then he make her force her to to do with. Yeah, even though she was bleeding hand and everything, and every day carrying a lot of water, of like hundred steps up. Carry water. For a Westerner, for an American, <laughs> you know the one who introduced her to the that master martial art. Though he's the best, no? That's how she became the best, no? And. He he say he abhor Americans and some weakness or something. A woman, he hate women and he hate Americans. Oh, great. <laughs> so if you behave like an American or a woman, then you're out. <laughs> so he really treat her like a man. And then that's how she saved her life later on, you know, not talk about all the good martial arts that she learned, but she saved her life because somebody buried her alive. With a thought, and she had to use her bare hand to, to chop the coffin and climb up through the whole burial earth to come up to the top. Yeah, I'm telling you. But this thing, now it's a little bit maybe exaggerating, but the principle, you know, because of all the, the discipline she learned with him, she'd be able to master the strong will as well. It's not just the physical. Do you understand me? It's the will, the will to do the things that you think you cannot. I mean, if it's really cannot, I wouldn't tell you to jump from the Mount Everest down to see if you die or not, relying on your will, not like that. But if it's doable, don't make excuse like, oh, it's too much for me, oh, think, oh, i never done this before, I'm a woman, why me? <laughs> Things like that. Do you understand me? Everybody takes them. Oh, we have them. I slowly pop. <laughs> oh, so I noticed this sign on the door. It's a sign. Is it written in Spanish? Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. I thought that's Italian. Yeah, it can be Italian also. Yeah, it's like a dialect. Yeah, listen more still. Leave me in peace. Yeah. You have it also at the end of the gates. It's not my house. It was there before. I was already there. Mm-hmm. Oh. That is funny. I've got me.
No, it's the name of the house. It's official. Why should I take it away? <laughs> it's official and it's good. It's just what we need, huh? Yeah. We're talking about that it's like Shangri-La here. Yeah, is it? Wonderful. I'm glad. I'm glad you like. Yeah. Just I'm just trying to keep the peace in here. When I see something I like, I know it almost immediately. Yeah, unless they are too similar, and you know, mm-hmm. and you have to think. But if there's only one, do we still have enough uh, people? Yeah, <laughs> too much now, huh? It's okay, not too much. If I have bigger place, some other people can come also. But we don't have enough space, no. Are you okay? Yeah, not too hot. No. no, get used to it. <laughs> Only a couple of hours. A couple of months only, also. No? Mm. Yeah. Upstairs also very hot, no? Mm. But sometimes I'm working, working, I forget. Mm. Yeah? <laughs> and then when I finish working, who? <laughs> you don't have air conditioning? Have, have, but <laughs> I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, now and again, okay, when the dogs are there, mm. when it's extremely hot, because up, you know, it's more hot. But it's, it's just a couple of hours, as you said, it's not always. And I keep the shade, you know, mm-hmm. and I open a little bit with the shade so the heat from the glass window don't go into the room. Mm-hmm. Keep the shade. Keep the curtain behind the, the glass door. Mm-hmm. And I open only when it's cool now, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you open the windows and door, it's all cool, it's cool. You see, we're lucky here because we don't have sun all day like those yeah. opposite. In winter, of course, it's not that good. But in summer, it's the best, you know? Yes. And therefore, summer and winter temperate in this mountain because it's always not much of anything, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. Four or five o'clock, the sun already set, no? Mm-hmm. So we're not always hot. It's very quickly dissipate the heat, yeah? You look more relaxed now when, when you first came. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting used to it. It's like when you go on a first date, you know, with the, yeah? So serious? <laughs> Not that dramatic, is it? Have <laughs> you seen me before many times? It was a shock, Master. Huh? It was a shock. But you knew that I was here, no? After you came here. After we came here, here we heard that Master arrived in the morning. So. Oh, oh, you didn't know it the day before. Well, I was guessing, so but it really. Uh-huh. After you arrived, and after a couple of hours, I just realized that every, uh, everything is going on, so mm-hmm. I got panicked. Panic? We <laughs> yes. didn't look panicked. She looked very serious. <laughs> no, before I met you, I got panicked. Yeah? Yeah. So What's wrong? Hours. I'm your friend. No? I know, Master, but there's too much to believe. Oh, <laughs> you always want to be with Master, and when you get it, why, why me? Yeah. <laughs> really? You know? Yeah. I don't understand. I'm not even a king or queen or anything special. I'm just ordinary like you, huh? So what's the big deal? <laughs> I don't know, I have never been so excited to see anybody. No, really? No, never in my life. Even like, for example, like a big deal one, you know, like the Master or Himalaya or uh, Dalai Lama or whatever, you know. I'm happy, you know, pleased. I'm pleased that I'm going to see him, but not not squeezy like you. <laughs> my God. Like you're going to see your husband after ten years or something. In fact, I don't. 
remember being really excited about anything. Oh, I'm a little excited. Oh, I make it more excitement. Oh, yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. But not really in my heart, you know. <laughs> it's so <it's> cool. <laughs> Nothing really excited that much. <laughs> and you, you been always like that? Yeah. You when I was a kid, nothing big deal. <laughs> I'd probably be more shy than excited. Mm-hmm. Like when I get an um, award from school and all that, I'm more shy than excited. So they're going to put me in the center of the stage and introduce all kind of blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. I'm more shy than excited. <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess I just have this kind of <laughs> cool ventilation in my heart. <laughs> Install it, you know? <laughs> Usually I'm also cool. Right? Yeah. People tell me I'm cold. Mm-hmm. But here you have. <laughs> I'm panic here, really. Panic? Yeah, when I, when I came here, really. I, yeah. I freaked out. I, I thought I cannot make it. I'm not maybe good, too good enough for here. So, so. You're not good enough for here? Nobody is. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Hamid is not good enough for here, but he's just here. <laughs> yeah, and he enjoys it. He don't care, good or not good. He run to my room any time. He don't say he's good or not good, he just wants it. <laughs> all of them. They all want to go to my room. <laughs> Terrible. It's so hard if they're all together, especially summer, you know. Mm-hmm. Spread them three rooms and blow aircon for them at night, but the aircon go up now. So mm-hmm. it just cool the air, but not direct into them. Mm-hmm. Because if to get the degree, the cold enough for them is to cold for me, you know. Yeah. I sleep without aircon. In winter, yeah, some heater, yeah? but not... Not aircon. Too cold. Hey, you. What is? <laughs> Zola number two. <laughs> That's why I don't growl at you. <laughs> if you're Zolo, I already growl. Yeah, I just want some love, that guy. So funny. Don't know what human love is, but now wants every day. I never knew it, you know. He and Zolo are the survivors of that horrible farm, eh? tell mm-hmm. you. So he and Zolo are the only families together. That's why Zolo bear him so much, and he take advantage of You take advantage of Zolo, no? Take advantage of Zolo, goodness, no? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Well, it's the same farm. I told you. What? I know, I know. No, he's just jealous with him. Because he's the only family member that want to keep it for himself. Oh. Yeah, also teach him something. Don't jump. <laughs> let me jump for you. <laughs> Don't bark. Let me bark. I told you no. Oh, honey. Yeah, you're a good boy. See? I told you. If I told you no, you don't do it. It go to the newspaper. All right. Goody, you want some of this? Goody. Goody's funny when he's chasing the shadows. I know. Yeah. Really funny. That's why I call him Shadow Hunter. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like Japanese samurai, huh? No? Yeah. You have enough food there? How about this? Did you have? Yeah, it's got two pieces. Two pieces? No, you want more pieces. In case. Um, you pay for the gym? Yes. Yeah. You must go, girl. <laughs> Not just to jump off the gym. <laughs> yeah, jump here. <laughs> Up and down here, yes. I know some people pay a lot for gym and don't get anything. Yeah. Here it's natural. You don't have to force yourself anything. And I had to force myself to go there because it was far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes I was lazy. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. 
Over there is a matter of survival, eh? <laughs> Put it up here and the bathroom is down there. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, no? Watering plants with the holes, you know, and the holes are muscles. Yeah, yeah. It's a very um, graceful gym. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Not like uh, growing your <laughs> your shoulder like a man, but mm-hmm. graceful. Yeah. The question is regular and gracefulness. Mm-hmm. It's better for you than go and pump it iron for a few hours and exhaust yourself. <laughs> and they say sometimes you even get sick of it. I don't know, too much strain or something. And the bacteria. Because they don't clean it immediately after everybody else uses, you know, maybe they clean it once a day or if you're lucky. Actually, there's some signs saying wipe the. Mm-hmm. Wipe it after you've used it. You know? Yeah, but are you with what? Yeah, so you bring the whole towel, household. They, no, they, towel. Have their, they give you towels. Uh-huh. They have like a paper Wet towel. towel. No, paper towel and uh, spray. Uh-huh. And you, you take it and, and you. I don't know. They still say in the newspaper yeah, so there's yeah. so much. Yeah. But I'm not everyone likes it. Mm. Yeah, and not every gym has this. The thing, yeah. yeah. It's not only the thing. It's the air, the sweaty and heat, you know, and mm-hmm. damp air. Yeah. Heat, you know. They they strive on it. Mm-hmm. Because the bacteria don't necessarily always stay on the, on the handle, eh? They run all over, and then. You know, yeah. you have to catch them one by one. <laughs> Wipe the air, please, <laughs> after you breathe. <laughs> please chase after your own bacteria before you left. <laughs> Clean up your bacteria before you left. Huh? The penalty <laughs> is two penicillin per day <laughs> if you don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I read in a newspaper. I don't know. I don't go to gym. I gym enough in my house. <laughs> I was a manager of a health club for uh-huh. 14 years last You clean all the time, right? Yeah, and I know the gym attracts the weirdest, weird, weirdest and wackiest type of characters you can imagine. Really? Yeah. And 14 years you stay with those? Because I found it hilarious. <laughs> Every day I used to go to the gym, I was laughing my head off. Mm-hmm. I found it very funny. Really, like what? Oh, you don't want to know. It was just some of the things. Okay. Oh, I will tell you if you like. What sign are you? Are you a Virgo? I'm, I'm Aquarius. Aquarius? Mm-hmm. Aquarius are not very critical, no? So, okay, never mind, don't talk about other people, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Sometime we can, but another time maybe, huh? I was friends with them. You know, a lot of people wouldn't make friends with these type of people, but I made friends with them. Mm-hmm. They thought I was strange. Have you been there 14 years? Yeah. <laughs> you could write a book, huh? Yeah, definitely. In one gym? In one gym. My God, aren't you a faithful type? <laughs> Why are you not working anymore? Well, you had you- enough money or what? The gym closed down last, just before initiation. Uh huh. And so you don't want another gym? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about it, but that type of job uh, is very difficult because, as, as you said earlier, to try and change people, uh, a lot of the time when you try and give people advice, it's okay when they're with you, but then when they leave you, they go back to doing what they were doing before. And it, I used to find that frustrating because they, they sort of relied on me all the time. Yeah. And then when they was with me, they was always telling me their problems. About the family or the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Or like so you get negative, huh? I have a gym for you. Up and down here on the hill. Oh, yeah. I know, I'm doing it every day. It's every fantastic. Day. <laughs> You're a manager of the gym for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the best exercise there is, definitely. And it's uh, regular and it's easy. See? <laughs> yeah. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. You do it at your own pace, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not like you have to come there and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, jump in and 
running with the machine, you know, yeah. and not interaction with nature even. Here you walk mm-hmm. in oxygen, eh? <laughs> and you fill your lungs with uh, good air, and you fill your eyes with greenery, and a beautiful scene. Eh? Mm-hmm. We're very lucky to get this place, no? Mm-hmm. Good from Shri, you know? Okay. See, it's like an armchair, no? <laughs> in front of the sea, behind you is mountain. Couldn't get better than that. There are some people who walk up and down the mountain, but rarely, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't bother you. It doesn't matter, really. They're just strangers. Huh? They're cool, no? <laughs> At night time, there is a fire... Fire... Um, fire worm. Fire, fire flies. Yeah, they're so nice. <laughs> I didn't see them. Well, sometimes they come out in the afternoon. afternoon. Mostly at night. They go, wait, 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 wait. They play together under the avocado tree. <laughs> Before, they took up that residency under the avocado. So it looked like a pen, you know? Okay, let's go. Uh, when I was young, no? I a student at work, no? and then uh, August, everybody had to go on holiday. Yeah. You're forced to, you like it or not. <laughs> then I went on holiday, and then I just go... Um, I originally, I wanted to go to Rome, and everybody go to Rome, you know, <laughs> just yeah. have a check out. And then on the train, I met a woman. She sat next to me, and she just talked, 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 and she said she likes me so much, uh, can she invite me to her house? Mm. And I said, no, but I'm going to Rome. She said, don't worry, it's, it's costless. It's no cost. You're my guest. I just like you so much. Please come, please come. Oh, she keeps saying that. Oh, so, okay, now let's go. <laughs> and uh, it's beautiful farm she has. Apricots, you know, um, plum, all kind of falling all over. Yeah. Nobody even pick them. It's too much, I guess. And she... Ha- she has like a small guest house, you know? Mm-hmm. And she gave me the best room, biggest, best, and right in front of the swimming pool mm-hmm. in Florence, in the hill, mm-hmm. with the uh, full fruit orchids. orchids. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I couldn't eat them all. <laughs> and <it's>, uh, <laughs> and the, <laughs> they're all over, you know? You can pick it or you can be on the ground. It's lying all over. For well, them, it seems like nothing anymore because too much. It's a very big orchard. A swimming pool, and then every day they cook and oh, invite me to eat with the family. And then her husband rode me on a carriage, horse carriage. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful one. Just for the guests, you know. And then run me around the countryside, you know. And showing me everywhere, but I can't remember much. I'm too young anyway, you know. <laughs> I was very young. Uh, wow, that was a very. Uh, the hospital that I would not forget. I don't know how to find her again. Mm-hmm. If I find her, I would bring her here, but maybe she's not no more. She's no more on this earth. I think she's gone. Mm-hmm. She was already older, you know, like 60 or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's still there. <laughs> but who knows? The Italians are famous for living long, you know? So that's, that's that, you know? The Italians, they are so good. Yeah, they're really good for me. And I told you, in Rome, that all the, both sides of the car just stopped. It's not even on red. It's not even on the pedestrian area. I just walked through because, you know, I, I thought I could. <laughs> Absent-minded, you know, and then the both sides just stopped, you know, like 
oh, I don't know, five meters away from me, both sides. <laughs> and I just walked through, you know, thank you them. Of course, I realized, and I thank him, thank, sorry, sorry, thank you so much. <laughs> they was on European tour, yeah. They're so good. No, nobody tell them to, no police, nothing. They just stop both sides, stop, just like, like by order, you know. And it's a Rome city, do you understand? It's a capital. Busy and tourist time at that time is not it's not like it's winter or anything, right? We went uh, like May or right May, so it's it's, it's warm already. They just stop that. <laughs> I never seen anywhere so polite like that. And also, yeah, they help you a lot, you know. Like I don't have uh, small money to pay for a taxi. I'm going to produce a hundred dollars. I don't have lira. I don't have, at that time, I don't know, European money already. Not yet, huh? Okay. So could you please help me and uh, change it or do something? And he said, here, here, just take some money, pay him first. And then I do the rest later. <laughs> it's so so quick and so good, you know? So polite. And he, yeah, he, he, he go out and help me to pay for the taxi. And then he said, okay, okay, you just... Take it easy, and we take care of that. that keep your money. Keep your money. <laughs> Don't show it all over. <laughs> he said to me. <laughs> Don't show it. Just keep it there, and then uh, take care. Uh, take care later. <laughs> he give from his pocket money, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> and he's just a hotel worker, you know. Yeah. Not like he's a rich or anything. No. He's just uh, like a receptionist. Yeah. <laughs> a concierge, you know. Yeah. That's <laughs> so nice. Normally, um, the concierge might help you in any situation if you are in a good hotel. That wasn't a very good hotel. It wasn't like five star or something at all. It's just a common like three star or something. Pensione. Pensione, normal, you know, it's nothing glamorous. Because I, if I go alone, it depends on what hotel I have at that time, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's very crowded. You you can't you just get any. You know, sometimes I sleep with bugs and all that that kind of hotel, you know, cheap because you share the, you share the. I say the lodging with the hundreds or thousands of bucks. <laughs> yeah, very cheap, you know, like fifty dollars per per night or twenty dollars, twenty five, something like that, you know. And then of course it's cheap because you share with thousands of them. And then later you see all the souvenir on your body, you know. Before you say goodbye, they leave you some souvenir, you know, <laughs> your hair or something. <laughs> Your clothes, yeah, I travel with you for free later on, you know, in your luggage. So I smuggle some of the bugs on the airplane <laughs> without knowing. If the, the immigration cost me, huh? can you imagine, if they caught me? Yeah. Now, where were we? Okay, it's just a common hotel, you know, two stars, three stars, something. And he was so nice. Uh, normally, the concierge in a good star hotel, they would do that for you, four star, you know. Yeah, huh? yeah, of course. But only if you are already a customer also, you know. And they're very busy at that time, and he took time to help me out, you know. I said, because the taxi cannot stay there too long, please do something quickly. And he just took money out of his pocket. <laughs> yeah. no, they're very friendly and they're very helpful. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Especially the men, huh? The woman also. Woman also? Yeah. Uh, the woman also. I only heard about... Italian men's uh, gallantry, but I'm not. I don't know about women. <laughs> and also, when you go in a shop, yeah. Uh, I mean, I see it from England. Yeah. You walk into, say, a shoe shop. No one comes up to you. No. All right. Um, 
you know, you just sort of browse, and only when you see something you like, you, ask them. you have to go and ask them. Uh -huh. But in Italy, they would take out everything out of the boxes to show you. And even if you don't buy anything, they're still very polite. And, you know, they just love people. Soon. You know, they just... Um, uh, yeah, that you might come back, who knows, like, no? Yeah. But other way, it's not just that, it's just mentality. Mentality, you know? Yeah. They just love people, I think. Hmm? Yeah. And in a city like Rome, they're used to with tourists already. They, they're not like yeah. curious or so beloved tourists. They'd probably be tired of all these foreign faces all year round, but mm -hmm. still they're so patient. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I walk and just a few steps and I realize that oncoming traffic too much, so I kind of hesitate and want to step back, but they all stop dead on their track. Chuck! And then, <laughs> what to do? I just walk through, you know? <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you, and they all smile. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no problem, you know? <laughs> so beautiful people. And uh, I stay in... Uh, one time I was in Monaco and stayed in a hotel, eh? Of course it's a good hotel, eh? I don't say where, otherwise you go there, do pilgrim and make the weird out of me. <laughs> I know you sometimes. Yeah, they do that, you know? Like in Hong Kong. Before, every time I go to Hong Kong lecture or I visit the Hong Kong group, anywhere I stay, after I left, I heard that they go in that hotel, be sick, the whole hotel, wherever they can, <laughs> especially in my room, standing in line waiting to go in my room and jump on my bed, smearing their head all over on my bed. Ask if they can buy the bed seat or pillow or whatever, bring home. Oh, God. That's why from then on I keep secret where I'm going. Do you understand me? This is coming from other people like that. I say, might as well go take all the, the, the pavement that I walk on, you know, all over, everywhere. <laughs> take the whole street off and make a new one. <laughs> pay for the government and get it. And, you know, pay for... for, for for a new, new, new road to be made, and you take the whole thing off. <laughs> paving stone. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. One paving stone yeah. each. Yeah, yeah. At that time, they were just new and so very, very much eager to see me, and I don't. They don't see me often, you know. Before everywhere I go, of course, the the foreign department already told them, you know, where, when, and so they they dispatch a, a car to come out and get me and all that, you know. And then later on, I even told them that keep it quiet, you know, even then. But after I left, of course, he don't have to keep quiet anymore. I didn't tell him after I left, he should still keep quiet. <laughs> so it's a loophole, you know. <laughs> so, of course, everybody come here is up for grab, you know, and they come in. And I didn't know they, uh, how you say, they, um, for example, I said I stay three nights or two nights. They order one extra night so that everybody go there, squeeze in, meditate in that room. Yeah, or smearing on bed or do whatever, oh. I don't know. <laughs> Drinking apple juice or tossing. <laughs> and I wonder some, what the people of the other guests of the hotel were saying. Oh, they don't even know, they just yeah. sneak in the hotel. There's a very long queue in the room next door. <laughs> they queue downstairs, they queue in the, in the living room. Oh, in the lobby. In the lobby, so nobody even know it. But it's a long queue, you know, uh. take turn. And I tell you what, one time... I came back suddenly or something like that. I come back, by the way, I forgot something or I don't remember. And I come back oh. to the hotel, oh, full of people in there. And it was winter and they had to put uh, summer or something. I don't remember. It was summer or winter. Whatever it is, it's a air con, you understand? Yeah. And then the whole, uh, because too many people, 
and the, the, the glass, you can't even see anything. It's steaming, dripping. <laughs> and so for God's sake, please get out or open window, do something. <laughs> oh, they was crazy people. <laughs> I was very touched, you know, of their devotion, of course, but please be normal, no? <laughs> at least treat me like a movie star only, at least. You know, if you want to treat me like something nice, a movie star is enough. <laughs> Not to go... Because I don't think people go into the room where the movie stars stay and smear their head on the pillow and, huh? or sit there for hours on end just to smell <laughs> the cream or, <laughs> or the shower or the shampoo. That was the early day, you know. The Hong Kong people, huh? And Hong Kong is it's not like they are not used to with the foreign people, no? <laughs> Hong Kong, huh? Center of tourism, no? <laughs> 